Gentlemen, welcome back again this week. Excited about the uh, prospects of week two with some big games going on. We will have our uh, our picket contest a little bit later on that we do weekly. Uh, but first, uh, Mac McCarthy, welcome in. How are you, sir? I'm good, guys. Uh, interesting first week. Couple couple shockers, and uh, uh, you know, and and we'll be overreacting to everything that happened last week tonight. So I'm looking forward to that. Exactly, Gary Davis. How are you, my friend? What's up? I'm 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 doing well, and you know, I think we ought to overreact uh, often. Uh, and you, I think we ought to, ought to just go ahead and give you the uh, Powerade Trophy for picking Duke to beat Clemson. Uh, when all of us thought you were crazy as, as a loon. So That's congratulations right. and a good start uh, for you. Well, but honestly, I didn't think they'd actually win. I was just taking the points. But I told you I wasn't a Club Nick fan, and I'm certainly not a Club Nick fan, and uh, that didn't do that didn't change my mind on uh, on uh, Monday <laughs> night. So, uh, Mac, your thoughts, first of all, about Colorado beating TCU. That may be one of the shockers you're talking about, but as far as the game goes, going back and forth in a shootout type thing, that was fun to watch. What would you think? It was a ton of fun. And, and, you know, when you start looking at it a little closer, TCU had four starters back from a year ago, um, you know, which should have been a little bit of a red flag, but I don't think anybody expected Colorado to, to do what they did or, or be as, as good as they were, uh, with that many new players. And, you know, it, <laughs> whoever was buying into the prime stock, uh, like cowboy, uh, you y'all were right, and everybody else was wrong. But uh, certainly, the, certainly his son is phenomenal, and Travis Hunter is phenomenal. But they've got a bunch of other good players, and I can't wait to see what they do this week. Uh, it, you know, they could totally fall flat and lose uh, lose to a snake bit Nebraska program, or or maybe they can keep it going and and maybe win their first three games, which is more certainly. Uh, you know, if they win this week, they won more than they won a year ago. Yeah, that was some that was the shocker <laughs> of the weekend for me. And I think you all are a little bit in trouble because last week I didn't miss any games that weren't on Saturday, and all of this week's games are on Saturday. So I think you all are in big trouble. Oh, so I guess we should give you the Powerade Cup then. <laughs> week one, <laughs> this thing's already exchanged hands three or four times, and we haven't even started the second week. No doubt. Uh, Overlord, uh, Overlord, your thoughts on the uh, uh, Deion Sanders in Colorado? I mean, it was, you know, like a style or not, it was a pretty impressive win, especially to kind of flush the roster and then come in with all the skepticism around that and, and all the talk and chatter, and those guys just were focused to get it done. Well, yeah, and, I, and I'm, I know you guys are probably talking the thing to death over the course of the week, but a lot of criticism on Coach Prime, uh, particularly the way he went about uh, flushing out the roster. But you know, at the end of the day, uh, don't 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 put it on Coach Prime. He the, the rules allow him to do that, <laughs> and and he did it. And you know, I, I you know I was I wasn't really sure how it was going to work out, but. It, you know, he, he, he looks great right now. And uh, one thing about this guy, uh, he's been able to back up a lot of talk that he's put out there. So, you know, my hat's off to him. Uh, I thought they, they played a gutsy game. Uh, I was kind of flipping back and forth, obviously, watching several games at that time. But that, that Hunter kid is just, you know, we forget he's the best player out there uh, who went to Jackson State. And, you know, if Dion hadn't moved, 
that kid would still be at Jackson State, and maybe maybe somebody might mention him once in a while. But uh, good for him; he he gets to get on the national stage and show show his stuff. And he deserved it. I mean, how many snaps that guy played? It was ridiculous. I think it was the hundred and twenty five. Yeah, twenty five yeah. snaps. Defense, offense, did a little bit of everything. It was way impressive. Uh, so, Mac, well, let's start with you, Overlord, on this one, Clemson. Dabo's dynasty might be a little crumbling at this point in time. Just your thoughts on that one, because between the way Florida State handled LSU and the way Duke handled Clemson, that was probably my biggest surprise of of the weekend. Just the, you know, not necessarily that uh, either team won, but the way it ha- uh, it ha- happened. Uh, Clemson just looks pedestrian at best. Yeah, and I I'll have to. Uh, uh, Full disclosure, I didn't watch a whole lot of that game, so frankly, I was just kind of worn out with football by that by Monday night. And how I dare you? Going to be a cakewalk. <laughs> it's going to be a cakewalk for Clemson. So, you know, uh, I did mention, I did, I think I did say on the show last week that Duke's going to be better than you think they are. Well, there, <laughs> I guess uh, that was the understatement of the week. I, I don't know what's going on at Clemson. Uh, I, I'm not ready to throw in the towel. Yet, quite yet. They've got a lot of good players there, and uh, I, you know, we'll, I, I'm going to give them a little more time to to right the ship. Mac, your thoughts on the uh, Florida State big win and the Duke big win? Yeah, you know, Florida State was absolutely impressive, and you know, I, I, I told you I was pulling for that one. Uh, I, I wasn't sure that uh, that they'd handled the the depth and athleticism that uh, that LSU had, but clearly they've uh, they they've just you know, made the strides that everybody that was believing in them had, think they've made, and, and good for them. And I like Norvell, and uh, I like what they've done down there, and certainly they've they jumped in the portal. And, you know, on the Clemson thing, there, there are a couple things. I'm not the biggest Dabo fan in the world, but, uh, you know, them saying, well, you know, he needs to get in the portal and this and that, well, you know, maybe maybe he does, but that's not the reason that they're playing like they're playing. They've got – They've got 50-plus four- and five-star kids. This is as good a roster as he's ever had in terms of what the players were ranked. Something else is missing there, and um, and, and I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, like the overlord said, don't, don't count them out yet. Uh, you know, they come back and, and beat Florida State in a couple of weeks, and, uh, you know, then all things are, are right again, and they've got a chance to still – they both control their own destiny in terms of getting to the playoff probably – uh, at this point, so I, I wouldn't write them off, and I do want to make one change to our picks. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, and, and this is in fairness to the overlord, I put firm in South Carolina on there, just as you know, for local interest. You know, South Carolina performed a little less than expected. Furman is pretty good, and the overlord is a Furman grad, and all that. But I'm going to change this game to who scores. Who scores the bigger victory, South Carolina over Furman or Clemson over Charleston Southern? That's going to be the first game we pick. Okay, okay. Um, that makes it a little different. Because uh, I'm telling you right now, I've seen Furman playing. They're freaking really good. I, I think they easily pulled the 34-and-a-half. I understand Clemson um, – I'm sorry, South Carolina, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, they had their frustrations too. And we'll get your thoughts on North Carolina-South Carolina game in a second. But, um, man, I mean, Furman's a machine, and Furman can get some things done. I just – they're strong in the FCS. What are they, top six this week or whatever they are? 
Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that one. So it's Clemson and Charleston Southern and Furman in uh, South Carolina, right? Right, right. That's Who's right. going to win by the most? All right, that's Assuming a deal. Assuming that you think Clemson and South Carolina are going to win. Okay. Speaking of, North Carolina, boy, they look fantastic. And uh, we talked about Drake May last week. And, boy, did he play his tail off, man. That was a... Uh, it was almost an embarrassing embarrassment by the Gamecocks. Well, you know, Rattler still was very good, and and he he spent all night running for his life. They had nine sacks; they only had fourteen all of last year. North Carolina clearly Chiswick has done a better job with the defense there. Drake May was as good as advertised, and North Carolina has had talent for a long time. This just in, they've just never played much defense, and if they play defense, then. Then they could possibly challenge Florida State and Clemson for the for the top of the of the ACC. But I do have one little gripe about North Carolina. They have a kid named Tez Walker, who uh, you know by, by some people's measure should be eligible. He's a fantastic player. Yes. He's not going to be eligible. They ruled today that that he's out for the whole year because of he transferred to two different schools. Even though he only played at one, uh, he didn't play at one because COVID. But uh, you know, they wrote that. You know, the, the athletic director and Mac Brown wrote these impassioned statements and put out there criticizing the NCAA. And the NCAA deserves a lot of criticism for a lot of things. But those things would ring a lot more true if you didn't have a player that was being affected by this. Where were you on your high horse when this has happened other places? You didn't. You know, we didn't hear crickets from those folks until it affected them. Right. Uh, I, I thought that sounded a little bit hollow. That rang a little bit hollow with me, the, you know, the fact that they and – they, and all the things they said are potentially true, but, uh, you know, you don't gripe about it until it affects you, then, then you're not standing up for what's right and what's wrong with the NCAA. Well, I understand your point. Uh, real quick, and then we'll go to a break and start making our picks, but, Overlord, your thoughts. Uh Thought South Carolina, well, and even to Max Point, Spencer Rattler played okay. But I mean, if you're running for your life all night, you got to have better. I mean, we all know football's a team sport. And that offensive line was horrible. Well, I had I had a uh, watching that game. I had a flashback to Derek Dooley uh, in that LSU game, uh, where <laughs> South Carolina had. I, well, I was watching the, watching that game. I, I saw. I looked up there and I said, it looked like the entire bench went out to play defense on that one play that uh, North Carolina scored. And, of course, they started counting, and I don't even think they had enough numbers to count the players that were on the field on that particular play. <laughs> to me, when something like that happens, that that get, sends me a signal that something something bad is wrong <laughs> in the coaching system. Now, I, I get people get confused, and it's new kids and all that. First week. That's, that's pretty basic stuff that, that they really missed right there, and that gave me a little – Heads up that South Carolina was in trouble uh, in that game. All right, guys, hang tight. When we come back, it's week one, but uh, I am fortunate to be your leader with four wins out of six. Overlord, Cowboy, and Mac McCarthy, all with three. So we got us a tight contest going into week two for sure. So we'll make picks on Furman, at South, or Furman South Carolina, and Clemson, Charleston Southern. Who, who, what, what is it? The who has the biggest scoring margin, Mac? Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll have Nebraska at Colorado, Mississippi at Tulane, Notre Dame at NC State, Texas A&M at Miami, and then Texas at Alabama. And our Coach's Corner Picket Contest, the Powerade Cup, if you will. 
here with Coach Mack and the Overlord. Hey, whether you're gearing up for football Friday night or an all-day slate of SEC games on Saturdays, make sure you're a true member of Fansville by including Dr. Pepper in those plans. With flavor options for every fan, Dr. Pepper 12-pack cans go with any tailgate this season. Grab your choice of pepper flavor options ranging from original strawberries and cream, cherry, or cream soda, all available in full sugar or zero sugar options. Look for these Dr. Pepper flavors at your and your other flavor, Coca-Cola, of course, brands. Coca-Cola brands wherever you shop for groceries. Dr. Pepper, Fansville, Sport Talk, and Coca-Cola delivered flavor of the week. Coming back, more of our Coach's Corner here on Sport Talk and WGOW. My call. Well, let, let's, keep, let's keep things positive and let's start at the top. Okay, let's do it. Uh, well, that's not positive for me. <laughs> well... <laughs> You all are tied anyway, so you really had no <laughs> choice here. You were either second or third, so either way. Um, so, again, four wins for me last week, three for everybody else. And, uh, Mac, uh, with the first pick, uh, we have who will score the biggest s- separation of scoring, uh, meaning more points def- deficit, South Carolina, who's hosting Florida, or uh, Florida, Furman, or Clemson, who's hosting uh, Charleston Southern, uh, for me, that is easy. I think uh, Clemson beats the heck out of Charleston Southern, and I think Furman keeps it close at South Carolina. I'm not calling for the upset, but they they lose by like 20, 22, and the line was 34 and a half. So I'll say that uh, Clemson has more points in that one. What say you, Overlord? Well, I, I don't even... I don't, I don't even like all that. I don't know a thing about Charleston Southern to start with. Uh, I'm still I'm still giddy from being in the stadium at Williams Bryce back in 1982 when Furman beat uh, South Carolina. So you know I'm still a believer. Uh, but uh, so I'm, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to pick. I think I'm going to take Clemson will beat Charleston Southern worse than South Carolina will beat Furman if they even beat them at all. There you go. I like that. Um. Well, I, uh, Cowboy, you're up next. What do you think on that one? Yeah, kind of the same thing. I, I think uh, Furman will cover that line, but I, I think South Carolina will win the game easily. I just don't think it'll be by uh, that amount of points. Uh, so I'm taking Clemson to bounce back, and uh, that differential will be a lot bigger than the South Carolina-Furman game. All right. Mac McCarthy, your thoughts. Clemson versus Charleston Southern, South Carolina versus Furman. Who's going to be the bigger gap scoring-wise? Yeah, it, it, it's a sweep. And, and it, you know, it was a poor job on my part. Maybe I should have just left it with Furman and South Carolina and, uh, uh, you know, force the overlord to take the points. But uh, <laughs> uh, but 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 it, it caused some discussion, and we talked good about Furman, so all things are good. But that's a sweep. There you go. All right. So everybody has Clemson to beat uh, Charleston Southern worse than the other game. All right. Second game on our docket. And, boy, is it a big one. Steve Spurrier has said, forget Alabama-Texas. This is the game of the week, and that is Nebraska traveling to Colorado uh, for (laughs) Deion Sanders and their uh, new roster's home debut to open up the season. Uh, Overlord, you are up. It's Colorado minus the four-and-a-half hosting Nebraska. You know, I, I thought uh, I thought the Buffalo had gone extinct, but it's good to have Ralphie, uh, the the Buffalo, Colorado Buffalo, back in the national picture. You know, I, I, Nebraska just they struggled last week in in their game. 
I can't imagine this is going to turn out good for either one of these two teams, no matter what happens. But I'm going to take Colorado and, uh, you know, ride the wave at, uh, uh, with uh, Coach Prime. All right. Uh, Cowboy Joe, what say you? Yeah, watching the, the Nebraska-Minnesota game, you know, Nebraska was driving to kick a possible game-winning field goal, and, well, they decided to throw an INT. And so Minnesota takes it uh, the other way, and they kick the game-winning field goal. So I'm not sure uh, what team Nebraska really is right now. I know Matt Rule is going to get that team better. Uh, I think it'll be a better Nebraska team than what we've seen uh, in the recent past. Uh, but it's prime. You know, I always roll with prime time. So I'm not, uh, after seeing what that offense can do and seeing what Shadur Sanders can do, uh, Travis Hunter, you name them all, um, I think it's uh easy pick. I'm going Colorado. So Colorado laying the four and a half. Mac McCarthy, your thoughts. Huskers, Buffaloes in Boulder. Yeah, I really don't think Nebraska can score enough points to beat them. But at the risk of being called out by Coach Prime as a non-believer, I'm going with Nebraska. Like the defense. Look at you. All right. Look at you. Uh, and you don't believe. We'll, <laughs> you don't believe. Let's wrap this up on the other side of the break while Joe tells you about Wave Tech Therapy. They bring you the Talk Monster 102.3. Wave Tech Acoustic Therapy. And, man, if you suffer from ED and the 52% of men over the age of 40 do, give them a call. Totally non-invasive, zero downtime, simple, quick appointments, in-office appointments, 15 to 20 minutes. And what differentiates... Wave Tech Acoustic Therapy from other ED services. No shots, no pills, no consultation fee. Excuse me, no consultation fee. So make sure you call this number or reserve an appointment online at wavetechtherapy.com for your $500 discount. That's 423-486-1000, 423-486-1000, or wavetechtherapy.com. That's wavetechtherapy.com. I've been through the process. Very simple. Uh, no pain and when they say discreet, that means you're the only one in there for your appointment. So give them a call, 423-486-1000, wavetechtherapy.com. I'll make my picks, and we'll have more picks coming up on our Coach's Corner, presented by Powerade here on the Talk Monster 102.3. All right. Uh, going back to my pick for Colorado, Nebraska, and you know our um, um, our buddy Marcus Satterfield, who was at uh, Chattanooga for a number of years, he was at South Carolina last year. He made the move with Rule to Nebraska this year. And, boy, they didn't look good offensively um, last game out. So I really think that the crowd's going to be crazy. Oh, it's going to be insane the, there. The players are going to be crazy. They're going to want to pounce on these guys <laughs> and blow them out. So I'll take Colorado minus the four and a half on a wild day in Boulder. Oh, by the way, we should put an asterisk besides Quake. Uh, beside Quake's pick, because he had an extra four to five minutes yeah. to think about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was, yeah. You saw me. I was studying hard. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Actually, if the if the answers are in the bathroom, then I'm winning this. Okay. There we go. There's so many answers in the bathroom. <laughs> right. That's a fact. That's just a fact of life, right there. All right. Ironically, Joe, you're up. Now go. Mississippi State minus seven and a half at Tulane, or Mississippi, I should say. Ole Miss minus seven and a half at Tulane. Both these teams are ranked, and could we see an upset here? You're going to get uh, Ole Miss land seven and a half. 
with the Tulane Green Wave. Your thoughts? Oh no! I mean, I don't care what Tulane's doing or what their colors are, how many they, how many waves they throw at you. It's all about that lane train, and the lane train is full of uh, charcoal. Well, not charcoal, coal, whatever, uh, and it's steaming along. So don't you worry about uh, that cow catcher, son. Uh, we're going to get it done. That's right. I said we, Ole Miss. Whoop whoop. I had to put the whistle in there for you. Uh, Mac McCarthy, your thoughts on Ole Miss minus the seven and a half on the road at Tulane? Yeah, you know, you got to like a guy like Willie Fritz who's just down home and, and good old guy, and they've got a great quarterback. And, you know, they beat Kansas State last year to start the year, beat, beat the Big 12 champion, did in the bowl game, beat the Pac 12 champion, USC. They're both better than Ole Miss, but. Gosh, as much as it pains me, I'm going to go with the lane train. I hate it. Oh, there, there you go. go. Get All on right. there. Plenty of room. <laughs> Woo-woo. <laughs> i got to do the same every time, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but that is, of course, Ole Miss on the road, as we mentioned. That's number 20 Ole Miss at number 24 Tulane, 330 on ESPN2 for you folks concerned. You know, I'm just uh, – was going to say the same thing you did, Mac, about them beating Kansas State and then Southern Cal, and what a what a what an effort they had. I I think they keep that rolling. I don't think they beat Ole Miss, but I'm going to say Ole Miss with a field goal at the gun. Uh, so that would be pulling the seven and a half. I'll go Tulane on this one. Overlord, oh, terrible pick. What say you? Just like Duke, right? <laughs> terrible pick, like Duke. <laughs> um, you know, um. Tulane, Tulane, it was a great story last year. Um, when I first looked at this, uh, I, I, I wondered who, who the crazy person was at Ole Miss that thought that they uh, scheduled this game thinking this will be an easy one. Right. But I do think Ole Miss, I do think Ole Miss has got the, got the horsepower right now, uh, with Jackson Dart and Judkins or whatever his name is. And I, I think they'll, I think they'll take care of Tulane probably pretty easy, to be honest with you. Going with the Rebels. And that. So we got a lone wolf. We got a lone wolf, and that's me. Big dog. The leader. The lone wolf. The green wave, baby. I'll put two-game lead on your tail <laughs> by next week for I, sure. It's, it's probably all that phlegm. That's the green wave. <laughs> well, that's that could be a thing, too. Um, so where are we? We're back to me first. Is that right? We're me. Uh, Mac McCarthy. Yes, sir. Mac McCarthy here. And it is Notre Dame minus eight and a half in Raleigh at North Carolina State. The Golden Domers and the Wolfpack. I think we're going to have our second lone wolf here. Uh, oh, actually, a third lone wolf because I went with Colorado and you went with Tulane. I don't think anybody else is going to take NC State. But Notre Dame's first test, uh, they are familiar with Sam Hartman. Of course, he's familiar with them, too. Uh, a lot of different parts to both teams, but uh, uh, you know Notre Dame's been impressive. But they've been impressive against nobody with uh, Tennessee State and Navy. Uh, great game atmosphere at NC State. Uh, I think the Wolfpack not only covers; I think they beat them outright. There you go. There you go. Oh, let me see, man. I I, I agree. I watched that uh, game in Dublin against. Navy wasn't much of a uh, contest, to be honest with you. In Tennessee State, they, I don't even you know understand scoring that one or, or scheduling that one, but I'm sure it was about, about a nice paycheck for uh, Eddie George and the gang. 
I'm going to say the same thing. I like NC State. I like the atmosphere. I like their familiarity oh, with the Notre Dame quarterback. I'm going Wolfpack as well. <laughs> and that was before you said what you said, Mac. <laughs> so, Overlord, your thoughts, Wolfpack and Golden Domers in Raleigh. Yeah, I, you know, I, th- I think Mac's kind of baiting us a little, baiting me on this one a little bit. The eight and a half points. It's you know that it's it's not that much out there right now. Um, I, you know, I, I know Notre Dame hadn't played anybody, but Hartman, you know, he is an experienced, good quarterback. I do like North Carolina State at home in this game, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna break rank a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, throw a little love to the Irish and uh, and and see if they can see if they can get an eight and a half point win at uh, in Raleigh. So I'm taking Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame. All right, Cowboy Joe. What say you? Again, Notre Dame. Laying eight and a half on the road at North Carolina State. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what everyone is saying, but North Carolina State beat UConn, and we're not talking basketball. Uh, beat the UConn football team by just ten points in their first game, and UConn not very good. Uh, six and seven last year. Now, who knows? Maybe they hit the portal and they've got the best ever now. I I don't know. I don't follow UConn football. What? You don't follow UConn I football? I do not, Quake. On, I do you're, not. You're I don't skip it out on your job. I here. don't follow UConn basketball either because I hate them as a Georgetown <laughs> fan. I That's hate what them. It is, yeah. You've been burned. All that being said, Sam Hartman, he's been playing well, yeah, against uh, lesser uh, talented teams, but I think this continues. So I'm taking Notre Dame to cover that uh, cover that spread. Ooh, okay. So we're a fifty fifty shot on this one. Is that right, Mac? Yes, sir. You and I with NC State and the other two knuckleheads with uh, uh, with uh, Notre Dame. Someone It'll gets a, a some, someone gets a lead and he starts he starts calling names. <laughs> well, yeah, got, that knucklehead. Yeah, that, that's, that's, you're not that's a knucklehead. Right. You're not right. a knucklehead. Guys, I've got to do it while I can because I know I'll be in third place by next week. Just guaranteed. This is the way it works around pull it, here. Pull it a will bond. Yeah, pull it a will bond. <laughs> exactly right. All right, guys. When we come back, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about Texas A&M at Miami. Uh, laying A&M laying four and a half, and then the big matchup that is the Texas Longhorns at Alabama at seven and a half. Right here on our Coach's Corner, presented by Powerade and Sport Talk and the Talk Monster. Question for you, is your home hotter than it should be right now? You may need new insulation. Just call my friends at Koala Insulation of Chattanooga. Mo and Donna do a fantastic job, and they'll take care of you. I promise you that. They'll diagnose your home's problem areas and show you the options and benefits new insulation will deliver. No one does a better job than the team at Koala Insulation of Chattanooga. Increase comfort, cut allergens, extend the life of your HVAC unit, and increase your home's value? You kidding me? Why wouldn't you call Koala Insulation for your free estimate? Absolutely free. 423-225-7308. Or Google Koala Insulation of Chattanooga, spelled K-O-A-L-A, just like the bear, Koala Insulation of Chattanooga, 423-225-7308. And always tell them that Sport Talk and the Talk Monster sent you. Miami A&M minus four and a half. This is the one I've thought about all week. Well, since Mac gave us which games we're going to... I really... I don't know on this one. I really don't know. Is A&M... Are they any good, or it's Miami? Are they any good? I mean, I, it's just a head scratcher for me. Uh, it's uh, four 
what you say it was four and a half point uh, favorite for no uh, for excuse me for A and M on the road. <sighs> Three thirty ABC, Hard Rock Stadium. Will there be anybody there that's a Miami fan? I mean, that's, that's well, they'll have a few Miami fans, not many. That's always a tough question. I guess I'm gonna have to <laughs> just pull the trigger. I, I, I'll I'll go with uh, uh, Texas A and M and. Uh, their quarterback, Wagman, who, what did he throw, 236 yards, uh, Connor Wagman did last week. And it seems like AM should win this game pretty handily. Um, so I'll take the Aggies minus the four and a half. Coach Mack, there we go. All right. Uh, Overlord, your thoughts. From record, I, I, I uh, I'm, I was, Struggling with this one just like you were, uh, Quake. I, I had no idea and still don't have any idea what's going to go on. Uh, you know, Texas A&M beat a really bad team last week. So, you know, the numbers don't look good uh, there. Miami whipped up on their cousin, Miami. Uh, so, but something tells me, something tells me Texas A&M, they're obviously a better team. I'll just go with them until they prove that they aren't who I think they are, but I'll go ahead and take Texas A&M and, and give up the points. Cowboy Joe, what say you? Texas A&M, once again, Aggies at Miami. Aggies land for now. Um, you know, pretty much the same thing as, as um, uh, the Overlord said. Uh, the U is not for you. That's my motto, uh, being a Florida State fan. So uh, I like A&M. I like uh, oh, what's his name calling the plays now. I keep forgetting his name. Um, for uh, Neck brace. Motorcycle. Oh, Petrino. Petrino. Yeah, Petrino. <laughs> neck yeah. brace. <laughs> Motorcycle incident. <laughs> I think uh, he's going to add um, to that staff. So, <laughs> And it's Jimbo's time. I mean, he's got to do something, right? He's had one really good season, maybe two. Uh, I don't remember um, all those records while he's been at A&M. But uh, I think A&M will take care of this one. All right. Mac McCarthy, what say you as uh, Jimbo and the gang take the Aggies to Miami? Yeah, this is such a big game for both these teams. Texas A&M obviously thinks they're a whole lot better than they played last year. Miami, the same thing. They're both really, really talented. Miami is at home, but uh, not not known to be a great home field advantage. Uh I think there'll be more Texas A&M people there than Miami people, I would think. Although the Miami folks are a little bit excited about this team, and uh, but I think Texas A&M, I, you know, I, we talked about them in the preseason. I think they're a whole lot better than they were than they played uh, a year ago, and I think they're going to be a factor in the SEC West. I think they're going to beat some people that folks aren't thinking they're going to beat. So I'll, I'll just give it a sweep and Texas A&M to cover. All right, so A and M to cover was that a was that a sweep for everybody? Yes, yes. Sir. All right, there you go. All right, final game when we start with Overlord here. This is a big one, a large matchup on Saturday as the Texas Longhorns come into Tuscaloosa, and um, of course that game last year was really one of the better games of the year. It was a fantastic matchup that. Uh, that Alabama was able to pull out of the fire. Uh, but we'll see that one. What is that? A seven? What is that kickoff there? Seven? Seven o'clock straight up on ESPN. So, Overlord, uh, Alabama laying seven and a half to the Texas Longhorns. You know, I know this is a big game, uh, particularly for the Texas people. Uh, but, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't like Texas and their orange as well as I like our Tennessee orange. So, 
Uh, I roll tide. I think Saban will be have these guys ready to play, or at least I hope they do. Uh, roll tide to uh, cover and beat Texas. All right, Joe. What say you now? It's Longhorns in Tuscaloosa. Bama laying seven and a half. Uh, Texas, no issues at all with Rice, even though at times I thought they didn't look that great against the Rice. What are they, the Owls? Owls, yep. Um, so I, I do question that. Um, yeah, I know Milrow had a really good game in his first outing, but, uh, you know, anybody could have a good game against uh, their opponent. That being said. MTSU, MTSU, go. Blue, Raiders. Yeah, sure, all of that. Um, so. <laughs> I'm going to, just because I maybe I'm just buying in. I know I'm not buying into the hype. I just want to see if it happens. I'll give up this game if need be just for for uh, for my sake. Uh, I'm going to take Texas to cover. Sacrificial purposes? Sacrificial purposes. <laughs> I'm not. I, I think Alabama wins the game. I just don't think they cover. So uh, I, I, yours has got to show me something. Uh, that whole team, the whole Texas team has got to show me they're ready for the big time. Uh, and maybe they can win it. I don't know. But uh, we'll see. So I'm I'm taking Texas to cover. All right. Mac McCarthy, your thoughts on our final game, Texas at Bama or Crimson Tide given seven and a half? Yeah, saying, saying what we know about any team at this point is probably crazy. But I do think we know Texas is better than they were a year ago. I yes. do think we know Alabama is probably not as good as they were a year ago Ooh, when okay. they had uh, maybe the best quarterback in the country, uh, certainly one of the top two or three quarterbacks in the country. Uh, it, the game is in Tuscaloosa, <laughs> which makes a difference rather than uh, Austin. But uh, at the risk of making some of our listeners mad, uh, I'll take Alabama to win, but Texas to cover. Aha, there you go. So you take Texas plus the seven and a half. All right. So now we got two Texas, one Alabama. And here's the tricky thing, right? The point five, the half point, seven points. Eh, it's a much more doable. Seven and a half. Maybe they get into something uh, that's close and Texas keeps it close. I don't know. I do know that Jalen Milrow is from Texas. I think uh, he'll be fired up and ready to go. He's fast as lightning. And uh, I think uh, Nick Saban will have them with a chip on their shoulder. The crowd's going to be loud and proud, as they always are down there in Tuscaloosa, T-Town, if you will. So I'm going to have to go with Alabama minus the seven and a half. And if, if they win by seven points, Mac McCarthy, I'm driving to your house and I'm going to kick your tires or something. <laughs> Come on. All right. Real quick, we just have about two minutes, but uh, we'll start with you, Mac. Thoughts on Tennessee? Obviously, that was an outman Virginia team, but Tennessee looked pretty good at times. Defensively, especially. Yeah, I, I didn't see anything that was alarming whatsoever. Uh, looked like they're very similar to a year ago, and uh, you know, we'll just see if uh, Big Milton can be consistent every week. If he is, they'll be they'll be right back in the situation toward the end of the year like they were a year ago. Overlord, your thoughts on the balls? You know, I, I'm going to throw a little negative thing in there. I I kept I I didn't see all this consistency with Milton that everybody thought they saw. I, I actually thought he got a little. Tentative, uh, a little confused looking. Uh, they, they bailed him out. Defense bailed him out. He, he got his he got his water wings back under him. But you know, I'm 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 still a little concerned about about his consistency in throwing it. Well, we're gonna find out two weeks in the swamp for sure. Because I think Nico takes a lot of the snaps on Saturday. But thank you guys. We'll do it again next week. We appreciate you very much. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, guys.
And have a great weekend. We appreciate you. Uh, whether you're gearing up for a football Friday night or an all-day slate of SEC games on Saturdays, make sure you're a true member of Fansville by including Dr. Pepper in those plans with flavor options for every fan. Dr. Pepper 12-pack cans go with any tailgate this season. Grab your choice of pepper flavor options ranging from original, strawberries and cream, my favorite cherry, or cream soda, all available in full sugar or zero sugar options. Look for these Dr. Pepper flavors and your other favorite coca-cola brands wherever you shop for groceries it's dr pepper fansville your sport talk and coca-cola delivered flavor of the week gentlemen enjoyed it yes sir enjoyed it jesse thank you sir no problem we will do it again tomorrow at three o'clock coach to coach come